Hello there, and welcome to Babylon with the boys. I'm Carl Gervais, and yeah, um, I've never had a beignet, ben gay. Don't ben, what? Ben Slay. <laughs> I think ben gay is the is like rub a five three five, but oh, I've heard I've never I've heard I've never had. Oh, sorry, I've never been gay. And I was like, what? What What are we starting with today? What? What's the dessert that you're eating? No, you're a beignet. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, my, <laughs> my name's Spencer Chef, and I made beignets last week. And um, yeah, that's we were talking about it before we started, which is why. But then his dad made ones with cheese because he, he's better than you, Spencer. He's better. Well, than yeah. You. No, 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 we know that. We know that. Oh yeah, right. He wants I I have much to learn. You know, this sand. It's I, I don't like sand. It's coarse and, and rough, and it gets everywhere. I'm still, I'm still in training. You know, I still have my my little my little side thing that he has. You still have your you still yeah. have your Padawan rat tail. Yeah, I'm a little rat tail that's on the side. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. What are we doing today? We are listing our top five favorite Netflix comedy specials, which, by the way, it feels like it's been years since we've done a top five. It feels like it has been. We're, we're getting back. We're getting back into, into the swing. Into the swing of things, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, this is an interesting list. Mm-hmm. Because I, I like laughter. Like, I like laughing. <laughs> I like laughter. Um. And like comedy specials, I love comedy specials. Um, but whenever I watch a comedy special, there's a part in the comedy special where I've, where I'm like, where have I either seen clips from it and stuff. And because comedy specials are so like, they're just kind of like one thing and you have to like remember the exact words that are being said or the exact jokes that are being told or you might get them mixed up with other ones or if you see multiple from the same per- person you might get a mixed up <clears throat> yeah so the way that i chose them was more like what were the ones that stood out to me exactly how i did it as well yeah um and a lot of them stood out because they did something different either visually or au- audibly <laughs> yeah exactly no i picked ones i picked ones that i either thought was the best work of that particular comedian or uh, something they showed me something new that I remembered and it, like stuck with me especially I find if like one comedian has multiple comedy specials oftentimes they'd be like wait what joke was that one from again you know so it's like what special stood out to me the most I guess and I also limited myself to, like one special per comedian because like mm-hmm. everyone on this list and even the people that didn't make on this list like if you have a Netflix special, you're probably pretty good at stand-up comedy. Like, you don't need this, my list, to tell you that you're good. Like, if you're doing it, just the fact you're doing it already is cool. And then if you got on Netflix, good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot of, like, honorable mentions for, for me that I'm like, ah, it did make the list, but it's, like, still great. It's interesting. I kind of took ones from, like, from each strain. Like, they're all very different. Like, very Oh, very cool, different. yeah. And I kind of intended it to be that way. But yes, we are. I'm very excited about this list. Um, 
I'm very excited to talk about some stuff and I'm interested to see what you have on your list. Cause you're probably going to, you're probably going to say ones and I'm going to be like, Oh, I, I, totally I forgot. See, I don't think so. I think my, the thing about comedy is it's so subjective that it's like, you know, I, Oh, as a joke, I almost put David crosses. Uh, if you don't know, it's like a thing. Uh, Carson saw the David Cross Netflix comedy special. I am like a fan of David Cross and I find him pretty funny. But like his humor, I get, is not for everybody. And like Carson saw it and was like, wow, whoa. <laughs> whoa. 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 I was like, this is, <laughs> this is going a little bit overboard right here. Um, I, I love how they like showed the walkouts. It's not on my list, but also shout out to David Cross because I do think he's an underrated comedian. But um, yeah, no, that's special. I love how you like see the walkouts just like people leaving the theater <laughs> yeah oh yeah man. yeah that that one stood out Definitely. oh it stood out oh yeah well see like i said i don't even think that's like this craziest one i think i've seen other specials where i'm like whoa whoa david i'm like david buddy Honey. i'm like this is the guy from alvin and the chipmunks oh yeah yeah no he this guy freaking is Ian from Alvin Chipmunks? What the heck? And man? also, he's from Arrested Development. Also, he's from Arrested Development. Tobias um, was a never nude. That's if you've seen a show. If you haven't, you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, before we get started, should I um, roll a? Should I roll? Should I um, <laughs> flip a coin? Um, before you flip a coin, I just want to um, apologize for my my lack of female comedians on the list. Um, I'm just gonna before you like flip the flip the coin. I'm just prefacing my list, which I am not saying that female comedians are less funny than male comedians. I'm not stirring that. I think people think that are ridiculous. Um, I, honestly, all that matters to me is that you're funny. It just so happens that out of the Netflix specials, I picked dudes. But if we were to pick overall specials, there'd be a lot of girls in there too. So um shout out to female comedians let's hear more female voices in comedy and you too netflix there's like a sparse amount of female comedians on netflix so yes i feel like there's some like i was watching comedians in cars and coffee and margaret cho was on. oh show, yeah and she i i watched some of her stuff and she was really funny but yeah, i couldn't I find any of her stuff on on the netflixes no, like I find like Netflix, this is a whole separate tangent, but like I find anytime I'm watching female comedy specials, it's usually not through Netflix. Like I'm usually on like cable or like HBO or something. Um, so Netflix, step up your game. Let's see some more. This is the, again, this is only for Netflix comedy specials. This isn't like our favorite of all time. Yeah. Um, because that list is impossible for me. Uh, but yeah, Netflix, step up your game. More female comedians. I found this coin from India, I think. Oh yeah. Um wait, would that be a would that be a what's what's the what's the the currency term? Do you have you should we should come with like little educational facts every episode? Oh, this coin, which you can't see if you're listening to the podcast. I can't read the right. I don't know. I'll look it up later. But for now. Do you want um, do you want lion or five? 
Wait, do I want what? Heads or tails? Well, actually, there's not a head. Um, yeah, what, what are my Five choices? or tails? I'll take the five. It was tails. Yes, you, that baby. You're up first. I go first. It also means Anton Shavira would have killed me. So, yes. Um, it also means that. All right. My number five is Neil Brennan. Three Neil mics. Brennan. Three mics. We've made a terrible mistake. Not that that's a bad special, but we've made a mistake in that um, we didn't explain how our top five list worked. <laughs> oh, do, um, it, do it quick. Yeah, okay, real quick. Um, we go down from five to one, um, one being our favorite on the list. We go back and forth. Carson says his five, I say my five. If his uh, pick is not on my list, then it's a zoink. If his pick is on my list, but it's like at a different number, then it's a check and we'll get back to talking about it when it's on my list. Okay. Go back to what you were saying, sir. Neil Brennan, three mics. Zoink, but a very good special. It is a very good special. It definitely I, stands out, like if that's what you're looking for. It's pretty it's pretty funny. Like I laugh a good amount in it. But it's also, you'll see a theme on my <clears> list. <throat> that's why I was like, I mm. like the funny, but like this is also very emotional. Mm, same yeah. with all of the other ones on my list. Except for maybe one, because it's mm. like, it's just so good. <laughs> Can't wait to get that one. But um, it, I have a lot of emotion in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three mics on stage for this one. There's not one, as there'd usually be in a comedy special. And yeah. there's not even like, it's not even like one lighting setup. It's like three separate lighting setups yeah. for this one show yeah and whenever he switches in between mics the lights go out and like there's a different um there's different lighting and for and at each mic he does a different i guess like comedy thing like at it's first... yeah it's like a different style of like comedy. Mm-hmm. like different... one may one mic may represent just kind of like one-liners and like punchlines and one's more like kind of story related. Like it's, it's a really cool idea. Yeah. One, um, there's one that's one-liners, one that's emotional stuff and one that's stand-up. Yeah. This like classic kind of like the way that you normally see like Jerry Seinfeld just being like, yeah. well, what about that airline food? Um, yeah. Yeah. What's the deal with, but yeah <laughs> it's just plain wrong uh yeah uh. um neil brennan if you don't know was the co-creator of the Chappelle show yeah um white guy very skinny um and very like regular looking guy yep but what's interesting about him and his story is that he like a lot of comedians, which you don't really, which you know now, but you didn't really know back in the days of the old comedians, is very depressed. Um, he went, he talks about his treatment, 
like the different kind of medications they would go on and like all these different kinds of medications. And I'm like, wow, like this guy really, he had it hard. And part of it is because he was the co-creator of this amazing show that um, Chappelle kind of, um, kind of took off from. Oh, uh, hold on. I have, I have visual aid for what you're saying. And he, he was just like, he was just kind of left in the dust. Poor guy. There we Box go. Set. Yeah. Box set Chappelle. Box Did, set Chappelle show. I've never really even watched Chappelle show. Carson, like, what the hell? Like, what I'm like hell? Jerry Seinfeld, where I'm like, I've seen like two sketches of Chappelle <laughs> show, maybe three. Um, Dude, you have to. It's like, have you seen Key and Peele? I've seen more sketches of Key and Peele than I have. But I've never if like actually like, sat if down. If you like watched. Key and Peele, imagine that, but I think Better? a lot rawer, rawer. and rawer and and, <laughs> and a lot more Chappelle. But like Almost. some of the ideas are just like so like hilariously. You know, like I, I, I can't even describe it to you. Honestly, just, just, just watch it. Um, the Clayton Bigsby skit, the story. Charlie Murphy tells like celebrity stories about like meeting Prince and like Rick James on the show and stuff. It's great. Just, just check it out. I recommend. I'll, I'll, I'll let you borrow the box set. <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah. Um. And as most stand-up comedians do, it like talks about dating life and weird stuff yeah. like that all this very interesting stuff i just burped in the middle of a pod i think that's the first burp in the middle of a podcast but anyway, yeah i've done a couple just sneaky just sneaky that was like yeah. right there but anyway blatant. He, and he talks about his relationship with his father and yeah. all this really interesting stuff mixed in with these one-liners that just like break up the pacing perfectly it's like yeah. It's like what um, kind of actually what Chappelle does with his kind of comedy where it's like it can get to a very dark place and then it has this perfect like comedy comedic relief that just yeah. relieves the tension <laughs> in the room and everything's like back to zero. And yeah. It builds up the tension, builds up the tension, or like does more comedy, then starts like going off into something serious. But with this kind of concept, you don't have to do that Chappelle thing. You can just like have the lights go down, have the lights come back up and you're doing one-liners or you're doing it, stand-up. See, that's, that's I think, the genius of it. Because to me, anyone, I, I think if you're funny, you can tell jokes. But what really like makes a good comedian stand out is how well you can transition. Like the transitions in between jokes are actually the hardest part of writing comedy and he has like a very creative and unique way to get around that by just completely breaking it completely like there's just there's just no it's just three different things so i mm -hmm. think that's like it's it's a very creative way to oh, to cool. get around that so mm -hmm. um this is a great show yeah there Agreed. we go my number five what's your number five uh, my number five is also one that I picked because of the emotional content. 
um, because I thought that it, it just kind of like, this to me stood out for this particular comedian and also uh, just on Netflix in general. Um, I'm talking about Pan Oswald Annihilation. Um, I'm not oh. sure if if you've seen this one, but it's the it's the special where it for the first bit it's like drop dead funny, and then he starts talking about his late wife, and it just gets like really emotional all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and then it's still funny though. Like it's like I I don't know how he balanced that. Um, another comedian that I think is pretty underrated is Patton Oswalt, but like yeah. this one, man, like. You know, he has he has the, the classic Pan Oswald zingers. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the ones where like he'll use like a bunch of descriptive words and stuff like that. And then but right on that point, I was like, yeah, this is like a good Pan Oswald special. Like this is what I came, this is what I came for. And when he starts talking about his his wife who passed away yeah. and kind of how he and his daughter had to like kind of deal with that after her passing and everything that's when i was like oh this is something special yeah i've seen this one <clears throat> it's a zoink though um and yes pat Oswald is definitely an underrated comedian i've read some of his book um yeah which was like silver screen fiend or something um but really interesting great voice as you know, yeah. he's he's um, <laughs> um and yeah, there this is a good special. I didn't put on my list, but it's a good one. Yeah, no, to me this this is I think definitely his best Netflix special. Um out of all of them, I'd put this up there probably with like kind of the earlier stuff, maybe like mid to late two thousands. Like that thing he did on the, the like KFC bowls and stuff. Like I put that up there with this in terms of like his entire discography oh. of comedy. Oh, wow. um, no, but I really admire this special and I come back to it every once in a while. Just mm-hmm. as like a refresher, because I think I think he tackled and juggled like two very tonally dissonant things. And did it with like ease and grace, and like I, I cried and I laughed. I was like, "This is great. This, mm-hmm. this is this here is a performance right here. Like this, yes. this, this stuck out to me." Um, and yeah, no, just like major props to Patton, mm-hmm. Patton Oswalt for pulling this one off. Um, and also having the bravery to talk about that, you know, in front of an entire stadium of people. Yeah. My so. Goodness. Yeah, so man, this, this I'm clapping. Go Patton. Um, Patton, like the general Patton. I just connected that. Why am I so dumb? <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> epiphanies on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's so we- like I knew of both of them. But I just thought of Patton as Patton Oswald and not like Patton as maybe being connected to Patton. But anyway. Um That's right. You know, you got there. I remember a joke from this special. Yeah. And it's not an emotional one at all. I think it's about this guy who was a bouncer. Or not a bouncer. He was he was a co-worker who was oh, like, the short like a guy? Tank. The short guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the short guy. Who ends up like 
pick he gets into a fight outside this like club and he's like the way he set it up too is perfect he's like there's a club but there's like two it's broken into two there's like an upper floor and like a, a bottom floor and like on one side it's like one thing it's like kind of business people on the other side it's like a hard like rock club or whatever mm. and he's like and both these crowds just like come out in the middle of the night and like there's an altercation between this guy and it's like really short like round dude mm-hmm. and this guy just like picks up the other guy just like drops him <laughs> while yeah. he's still holding his cigar <laughs> and then yeah. just goes back it, to smoking it's just like a shorter guy and he looks it, it could be mistaken as looking tubby yeah but it's actually <laughs> he's actually a power lifter yeah this like guy thinks he's like top shit and starts like going at him and then the power lifter short guy with like has just like a cigar in his mouth and like without even doing anything without moving like any other part of his body just like picks him up with his arms and then just drops him right there yeah yeah he just goes He's, he described him as like a bicep with legs or something like he's like he's just one big bicep <laughs> with legs um but yeah no th- this i really like this one um let's go to number four a lot bro this there's one okay we're talking about uber eats commercials um and there's one with the sir patrick stewart yeah oh, of course can't forget the sir and uh mark hamill when they're playing battleship and they're waiting for their I love I love those Uber Eats commercials. There was one with, um, what's his name? George? Is it Jonathan? Jonathan from um, Queer Eye, and whatever the U.S. gymnastics team lady is. Was is it is it Gabby something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm uh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, and there's also Sorry, a new girls. one. Name we can't remember. Yeah. There's also a new one with Wayne's World. Yeah, there is. I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. Marketing. Oh, marketing. Marketing. I okay. Part of me is like, if there's a good commercial, I I'm and like wants me to buy the product, I'm like, okay, yeah, good job. Like part well, of me like wants like it's not like ugh. Yeah, no consumerism. Speaking- Speaking of consumerism, capitalism, and advertisement, um, just the other day, have you seen the KFC marketing right now? What the hell are they? Wow. What are they doing? An online dating sim simulator with like Colonel Sanders, or you're trying to like seduce Colonel Sanders. They have a PC console that's shaped like a bucket of chicken that simultaneously will warm your chicken while you're playing the game. Um, and what else? Oh, they made a, a 16 minute lifetime movie starring, starring Mario Lopez as the young Colonel Sanders. What? Dude, I'm not joking. Look it up. If you think I'm lying, I am not lying. There is a 16 minute short lifetime film where Mario Lopez plays young Colonel Sanders. And you may be thinking, my God, that who would watch that? I did. I watched every last minute of it. And I'm here to report that it's the strangest shit I've ever seen in my life. There's a line that someone legitimately says in this movie, don't call me Crouton. That's a line. Um, 
there wasn't games over chicken man there's like all sorts of weird shit and it follows this like rich girl um and her oh. fiance and um her fiance is banging her mom and colonel sanders works for this rich family and decides that he loves this girl and this girl loves him and they run away and get married and then colonel sanders gets kidnapped by the mom and like the evil fiance and they try to stab him to death but then um the fat gay bl- best black friend joke stereotype character comes in with a golf club and hits them over the head like it's like the most what the hell um that being said though i definitely went to kfc after i saw it so it worked it's it's a trip my number four yeah number four um, though number four is uh i guess the one female comedian that's on either of our lists zoinks man that's not oh dear My oh dear um it's hannah gatsby <clears throat> have i seen this one hannah gatsby nanette i don't know if i've seen this one um i'm scanning this one i think won like an award or something dude i and haven't seen me, this one. Oh no that that made me like go towards it being like okay what is this like what about this is like award worthy and part of it is a little bit more of like the best ted talk you've ever heard than a comedy special because it's like hannah gatsby is this woman from tasmania so she's australian yeah yeah yeah, she, then it's like the bottom <laughs> it's like the bottom territory of Australia. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Just I like, I like that. My, I like that. Yeah. Just double checking myself in my brain. It's like um and she starts off the comedy special by being like, I'm quitting comedy. And this is why. And she like keeps going like and it's quite funny. Like some of the reasons and some of the ways that she um, brings things up. And she talks about very sensitive stuff. Like um, she's lesbian. So it's like acceptance from her family. She talks about, she talks about ridicule from other people. She talks how she's gotten like, like cruelly beaten because of homophobia around from the homophobia around her like this homophobic guy like beat her like very badly and she talks about how she was also raped at a young age and sexually assaulted and all of this stuff and she also talks about the reason she's queen comedy is because she feels like her comedy has just become it was always self-deprecating and she felt like she needed to step away from the self-deprecation and kind of like stop doing that to herself and stop um making money off of trashing herself 
And it's all this complex stuff and all this deep stuff and all this emotional stuff. And it will make you cry. And it will make you, it will also make you laugh a lot, which after everything I just said, how is that? I know, Jesus, man. God. It's all of this deep stuff about um, herself and her journey and her troubles and her past and her um, critics and herself as a critic of herself. But overall, it's just this beautiful, it's a, it's a picture of, a, it's, yeah, it shows this picture of who Hannah Gatsby is. Yes, there's trauma. Yes, there's all this awful stuff that has happened to her, but there's also so much laughter. And I think she's a great stand-up comedian and she didn't quit comedy because there was another one recently that i haven't watched yet but i'm going to go watch it damn have okay. you seen this have no seen this? i haven't seen this one that's why i was like oh, I, I don't think i've seen this no i slept on this one um no I think... oh boy i it sounds like i gotta i gotta be in the right the right space to watch this one i gotta yeah. mm-hmm okay okay and i'll i'll probably put this on like some some day like this week that i have off that i can actually like i can actually focus on it mm-hmm. damn okay well i feel bad for sleeping on this one um but yeah no it sounds good looking forward to watching it she has an interesting voice as well cuz it's like um yeah it's like it has the Australian accent, but it like really emphasizes the ends of something. Like it's like particular stuff like that. And it's really, it's very interesting <laughs> voice. And I really like it. Uh, uh, we gotta have, we gotta make a compilation of you trying accents on this podcast. Yeah, do it. Do it, man. It's what I live for. It's what I live for. But yeah, that's my number four. All right, sir um i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna like try and spend too long on it because it's like i spent a good amount of time on it and also anything that i try and say cannot replicate what she puts on that's another thing i it's hard to talk about stand-up sometimes because it's reduced to like you retelling but it's like i i can't retell it as well as they already told it so it's not like just go watch it because it's better than what i just said i promise um, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about Sebastian Spantanelli, whatever his name is. What? Sebastian Maniscalco? Yeah, Maniscalco. He's in my honorable mentions with like all of his because they make me laugh. What? God, here. My favorite of his specials is not a Netflix special so that's why i didn't include him on the list but definitely like i said like one of those ones where if like if we took all the specials not just including netflix he'd definitely be up there because he he consistently makes me laugh and he also makes my family laugh like he's one of the like ones where my family will like put him on because everyone has a good time with him um that's a voice man but anyway what's your number four number four uh yeah uh bo burnham make happy is 
is my number four. Why is Car- Carson's looking around? Did you forget? Oh, this is a Netflix colony special. Oh, you. Oh no. How could you? Oh you no. You were like I like unique. I like unique comedy. Does it put Wilbur in one of It's fine. There's some the other stuff that I have on here is just as good. So Okay. It's good. Um but yeah, no, this one is another one that stood out because of its uniqueness. Ooh, it's so quirky. Oh, it's not like the other comedy specials. Um, no, but I really like this one. Um, first of all, the songs in it are hilarious. Um, always, a, always a good slapper. There's always a good slapper. But I think what really drove this one home as a W for me was like the seven minute like Kanye West Pringles can rant outro. Yeah, yeah. That um what was the other one that was really good? Oh the uh the eat a bad word. The one was like (laughs) girlfriend breaks up with it's over. We shouldn't fight to stay together just to fight again. Like that one. Okay, this one is one of those like rare examples of like a comedy special. Where I remember all the jokes because they're like in song they're form song. and I've just memorized the like lyrics mm-hmm. to the songs without even trying by the way like they're actually just like catchy songs mm-hmm. there's the there's like the country song or whatever the stereotypical oh. country song that one's good the the like cold beer real whore <laughs> like that one that was great um, what was it um <clears throat> um cold beer cold I forget what it is. I forget now, of course, now that we're recording. Now that we're recording. Yeah, it's always how it is. But yeah, this this one stood out to me. I think this, I saw this one before. Oh. Before what? Is that the name of the other one? I have no idea. The the other one with the like the frog story. Because he is he is two. With the frog story. Maybe I haven't maybe I haven't watched this one. You've seen the frog story. Oh, probably. Um, um, I just know his songs. See, yeah. that's the thing. See, that's the, <clears throat> it's more of a concert than a comedy special. But isn't it a comedy special? Because there's like comedy bits and jokes and mm. like actual stand-up in it. Oh, yeah. And then, like you said, with three mics, he breaks up the stand-up bits with like musical numbers because like there's the whole like making a sandwich will high bit or whatever like there's actual mm-hmm. like comedy and bits in it and then to break it up exact like another way to create transitions is just to like do it creatively in which he does songs mm-hmm. um but like all of the songs are like pretty they're pretty freaking hilarious like the what was the the one that he's like oh like if you like listen to like trying to find like morality and katie perry lyrics you should kill yourself or whatever there's that one oh i think it's just like i think it's just called I think it's kill just yourself. called kill yourself kill yourself <laughs> yeah um yeah um, which is like it's about like, how do i describe that one well, yeah, because like if you haven't seen the special, it sounds like we're terrible people. Yeah, it sounds but, like we're terrible people. <clears throat> no, it's like it's actually parodying the fact that there is no like simple solutions in life. Like it's it's mm-hmm. satire. 
but like how is it and he's like let oprah like sit on your face marry courtney love <laughs> oh that's uh no it's this this special it, it gets me it gets me this i have like a lot of different types of humor that i'm into and i think this this special like introduced me to this kind of brand of comedy that i like um so yeah no i and in terms of uniqueness i think it's pretty unique it, it's like a stand-up mixed with a concert mixed it's with performance art yeah it's stand-up concert and like the way that smooth <clears throat> is like stand-up in between the songs is yeah. done is not through words no it's done it's, through like actual like acting out something yeah like some that the whole like stupid making the sandwich while high thing it's like a complete like mind bit yeah like it's and then he goes to like i think it's like high and then it's like while drunk and stuff like it's like and there's no words it's just like him my it's so like there's a great i think there's this is like while it's super unique and specific, I also think it has like the most broad appeal because there is like something in here for pretty much everyone. He will tell, he tells jokes. So like, that's what your thing. Um, if you like more like slapstick, he's like a very physical comedian and he has bits like even without words, like you were saying. And then if you're kind of into the whole like weird Al Yankovic kind of like musical comedy thing, then you'll there's something in here for you too. So in a way, while it's like the probably one of the more unique and like, you know, kind of specific audience targeted comedy specials is also the most broad at the same time. Um, he also has that song about <clears throat> love. You want oh. love. <laughs> we were expecting expectations of you. Cause Prince Charming would never settle for you. If you want love, just pick a guy and love him. And if he has a thing for feed, say fuck it, sweep me off then. Um, see, yeah, like, I, I don't. I'm not trying to memorize the words of the songs. They're just catchy songs. Um, They're very catchy. They are. They're very good. So, yeah, that's that's number four. That's my number four. Bo Burnham <clears throat> has such like a unique point of view, and he's had such a unique career because he's started off making like a new kind of string of comedy, which yeah. can only be compared to like maybe some stuff that Adam Sandler did. Not, yeah, kind of like Sandler do this back Adam in the day. Sandler-ish, yeah, but like, but no, it's it's the same kind of concept and where you can go. By the way, honorable mention to that, hundred percent fresh. Hundred um, percent fresh was so, well, it was so interesting, dude. Like that, that special. Like people hate on Adam Sandler, man. That special was actually like pretty freaking hilarious. The, well, the song, on a runaway um, train bit and all that shit. <laughs> the part about chris farley <clears throat> oh dude i cried i cried um honestly if i had to like if we were ranking like top 10 that would be probably at like number six because the chris farley song was like again emotional but also funny mm -hmm. um and then the thing he had at the end to like his like wife remember the song he had at the end oh. growing old with you Oh, yeah, that was cute. Yeah, too. that was nice. And then he, like, ends it with, like, thanks for growing old with me. I was like, hey, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Um, yeah, they, there's that. Again, that special. Anyways, I don't want to, like, take the spotlight away from Bo Burnham here. But, yes, I understand what you're saying with the comparison. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and he's <clears> gone over. He's gone to direct a movie. It's yeah. great. It's pretty good. I yeah, like I liked it. And didn't he act in like, like? Now he's acting in Promising Young Woman, but apparently he plays like a real like dick, like a a yeah, dingus, like a dick. And I'm like, bummer. You're not a dick. Um, <laughs> you don't know that. So yeah, he's really. I don't know that, but like, showing range. You don't want him to be a dick. I don't want him to be. Um, but look what happened with other people. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Should we go to our number two? What three? Number three. Yeah, number three. Whoops. Number three. Number three. My number three. I'm not sure if I'm kind of cheating or not. Yeah. I could pick one from them, but they're kind of like so interconnected. No, I know what you're doing. You can't do this. You can't do it. No, it's James A. Caster repertoire. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? Oh, that's buddy. I wish I could. Please stand by. Put the please stand by screen here. Oops. I'm going to go watch it right now. James A. Caster. Oh, I'm falling. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, is God. one of the most interesting comedians that I've ever seen. He is this like really like really British guy. Um, has like a has like a really interesting like Cockney accent, and it's like, but it's also like really like squirm. Like I don't know how to describe. It. But his comedy is the smartest dumb comedy that I've ever heard in my life. Like, it's so smart and so dumb. And it's just brilliant. He does 15 minutes on his knees. What? For a bit. And it's so good. It's so good. And he it's James A. Caster repertoire is four comedy specials that all establish like jokes and then at the end it's like they all kind of like interweave in a way and it is so satisfying to watch this and the jokes themselves are so good because he talks about like um i'm gonna like try and actually do a joke from this one where it's like oh uh, you're stepping up to the plate carson He's like, oh, I had to go and vote for Brexit for Brexit. And I remember, I remember that day. Um, July 12th, day of the vote. Um, we were watching the news in the morning, me and my me and my mate. And he was like, Do you want a cup of tea? And I'm like, um, yeah, sure, I'll have a cup of tea. He's like, Do you want the bag in or the bag out? If you have, what a hard decision. Because if you leave the bag in, the the cup of tea itself gets stronger. But although the tea bag loses loses some of its strength. Oh, such hard. And then if you take the tea bag out, 
Well, the teabag just goes right in the bin. <laughs> and that, okay, if you didn't understand it, that is about Brexit. Because Brexit is Europe leaving, is UK leaving the European Union. <clears throat> so it's yeah. like a parallel to that. And it's so good. There's also another one where it's like, um, talking about the British Museum um, and how people want their stuff back. And he's like, well, imagine if your ancestors like, like stole, like stole stuff from all these different countries, and he related to like a couple people. So it's like, imagine if you there's this person whose ancestors like stole stuff from you, and you like imagine how confident you would be like going back to like at like it's written in textbooks. It is no fact. It is a known fact that they stole this thing. They put it on display in their museum. Like, hey, come, come and look at it. But like, <clears throat> imagine if you go and knock up to their door, like knock on their doors, like, hey, your ancestors stole. Some- Let's write this wrong. How about you just give us our stuff back and write this wrong of our ancestors? And then they're like, no, we're not done looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> This yeah, is okay. some of the best comedy. And I don't know how else to describe it except just go see it. Damn. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I feel so stupid now because I haven't seen like two, two on your list. No, it's good. Isn't that why we do this? So we can... Well, yeah, no, it's. I feel bad because like, oh no, like maybe my list would be different if I saw them. But on the other hand, I'm also happy because now I have new things to watch. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I've seen Annihilation. I've seen Burnham. Bo Burnham. Yeah. But maybe I haven't seen this one. Who knows? I think you have, but if not... <clears throat> throw it at me. Uh, <laughs> my number three is... Bill Burr's I'm Sorry You Feel That Way. Uh, this is the one that's in black and white. Yes. Yeah. No, I, think um, I think I've seen this one. Yeah. yeah. The thing that stood out for me in this one was the helicopter bit. Oh. Uh, dude, like, I, I was crying laughing. <laughs> that thing where he's like, okay, now, you know, I'm going to do a freaking joke. I'm going to try. Okay. When he was, like, telling the story about uh this guy like owned this like helicopter tour business for like 30 years with no problems and then he passed it over to his son and five days later like on the son's like fifth day of working for this like helicopter tour um business um one of his passengers just jumped out (laughs) of the helicopter and he's like like it sounds it sounds like really messed up but just like how he told the story was like so funny like he's like imagine like you're up there and like you barely have like the speech down and you're like oh yeah this, this twenty-seven thousand square acres of beach is over here uh sir put your seatbelt back on yeah no it's a great view no no sir don't don't open the door sir no no what are you doing sir no 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 what the what the <laughs> Then he tells the story again from the guy's perspective. He's like, I read a little more into the story. And it turns out that the guy who jumped 
was like terminally terminally ill and they couldn't like figure out what was wrong with him so the guy was just like you know what i'm taking my life into my own hands and he's like do you know how energized he must have been just shotgun a beer ate a burger got up there he's in the helicopter he's not even listening to what that guy's saying he has his foot on the dash just and then and he has 27 acres sir what are you doing put your seatbelt back <laughs> and he just jumps out <laughs> yeah he's like that guy's a superhero he deserves a cape and then he's like and there's a part i neglected to tell you about this story this guy lived (laughs) he hit the water he's like he jumped out he's like yeah woo! i was taking my life back baby and then (laughs) (laughs) oh that oh bit, gosh. that bit is golden. It's, oh man, that was golden. The thing he did when he was like, when you're a kid, you don't like really understand religion. You're just like being told to like go. And he's like, you go to Sunday school and you don't really know what's going on. You just want to go back home to your toys. And they're going, say what we say when we say it say it again and go home to your toys and you're sitting there like okay i'll say it i'll say it again now can i go home to my toy <laughs> this is that special oh god and it on top of like being hilarious it's actually i actually like the like kind of black and white aesthetic because a it's really easy to differentiate his specials with like when one's just in black and white like you know that's that one Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it gives like an interesting look and feel to the actual presentation of the stand-up like it actually becomes its own kind of visual language mm-hmm. so yeah no this special man like it's it's hilarious it's i would say i don't i think it's definitely my favorite of his netflix specials um overall probably i don't know i would probably say Whatever one he has where it's like an orange cover, I forget what it's called now. But he was talking about like, oh gosh. I think he was like talking about like Oprah saying like, oh, like being a mom is the hardest job. And he's like, you don't have any kids. (laughs) That special of his is probably my favorite, but this is like a close second. It's definitely my favorite of his Netflix ones. Um, Also another comedian that kind of broke out from the Chappelle show. Uh, He was, yeah. Bill Burr was a writer on The Chappelle Show, and he was in the show as well a couple times. Um, One time as like a commentator, I think. I don't know if you remember, there's like a, oh, right, you haven't seen (laughs) Chappelle's show. There's like one where they do this, like, it's like a racial, like, debate thing. There's like a bunch of different, like, races and nationalities, like, all, like, debating. And there's like these, like, and they play it like it's like a sports commentary, and one of the sports commentators, Bill Burr. But he also wrote on the show. Nice. Um, so the Chappelle show is getting a lot of love tonight. <laughs> um, Mind but yeah, no, this special, this special is hilarious. If you haven't seen it, um, definitely, definitely go check it out because everyone has Netflix now, so there's no excuses. Um, I don't know. Do you remember? Do you remember this special at all? I remember a little bit of it. I didn't put any Bilber on my list. I'm gonna tell you right now. Because I do really like Bill Burr is probably like my top three 
three, four, five <laughs> comedians. Yeah. And, but I've never been able to like single out one of his comedy specials. It's always okay. been like that or his like stuff on talk shows or yeah. like just like random stuff jumbled together is my favorite of his. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I've never really like been like, okay, that comedy that special, special, yeah. That really affected me and hit me hard. Yeah. Like I I take a look at that. Like some he's one of my favorite comedians too, definitely. Um, but I, I think there's some artists, same with like music, where some artists are known for having like solid albums, and there's some artists who are just known for like having a solid group of singles. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the whole album, you don't know every song in the whole album, but all collectively over their like discography, they have like this like amazing collection. Yes. Um, so I know what you're saying. And a lot of the funny thing is like some of the funniest things that Bill Burr say, like aren't even in his specials. It like comes from like his podcast or like when he's on yeah. talk shows or like, like... <laughs> there's this one on Conan where he was talking about um how Oprah had uh he was talking about um lance armstrong yeah and about like how yeah it's awful they like did a bunch of steroids but like he we had like the bracelets and he raised a bunch of money for cancer and all that stuff and then like watching that like um interview with oprah him and um her and lance and she was just like how could you she she was acting like she didn't understand what he, he was doing when she yeah. knew exactly what he was doing. She was to <laughs> interview like midgets that were having um like affairs <laughs> on her show. See that was that. like that, that was one. her talk show. Yeah. And now that she's all big bread and butter, like it's not like she she had to start she had to start somewhere. She had to she had to fight and take her steroids, which was I don't know, like dwarfism romance. Yeah, exactly. No, I've seen him talk about that. Yeah. There was that. There's the t- have you seen the one where like he was on like Good Morning America or something like that? Like one of those type of shows. And like they were like, oh, talking about his show F is for family. And they're like, oh, do you think like one of the I guess he made fun of like the Catholic Church and like on in like one of the jokes or whatever. And they're like, oh, do you think that like joke went too far and he looks at him and goes don't you think the catholic church went a little too far <laughs> and then <laughs> they're like oh i don't know what you're talking about and he's like yeah you know what i'm talking about they started moving him around like they were like bad dolphins at sea world <laughs> and he just starts going off and they're all like and he's like yeah i know you can't talk about these things on morning tv like he's like it's like it's, it's happy time morning tv i remember well, yeah. one where there was this chair there was like he was sitting in this chair that was obviously like this weird very uncomfortable looking thing and he was just making fun of it the whole time it was on like good morning america or something like that. i've seen that too yeah that i've seen great, that too yeah <laughs> that's a great the, yeah that's the thing i think he's like one of those comedians that's pretty much funny and most of the stuff he does, like, even outside of just stand-up, like, that's the thing. Like, I never feel like I'm missing Bill Burr because, like, I, he's, he has a podcast, um, which he's usually consistent, consistently funny on there. If you wanted a good laugh, go watch his podcast, um, 
there's I think someone's put together a compilation, but essentially he has like like every like big bigger podcast, you have like sponsors, like people reach out to you to shout out their businesses. And he like will just decimate the business. Like I think they they're called like sponsorship like outtakes or something like that. And like live on the podcast, he just starts there's like one with like, like Sherry's berries or something, and he just keeps like going off about like what a stupid name it is. And you're like, and he's like, where the do we find these things? And he just like starts going off. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, but yeah, if you want like good comedian podcasts, I would say like Bill Burr's um, and your mom's house too with like Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski. Oh. Those those are pretty consistently funny. Um, and I think most of the episodes you could get on YouTube. So mm-hmm. Spencer's um, recommendations. Yeah. That's actually... Yeah, there we go. Should we go to what was that? Your number two, three? That was three. That was three. So we're on to number two now. On to number two. Let's go. It is hit. Hey, he hit it. All right. Number two, Carson. Take us away. Um, it's Dave Chappelle. Hey, it's probably gonna wait. Which one though? It's gonna be. I I had such hard time. I had such uh-huh. a hard time figuring out which one yep. I was going to do because there's one that like would probably be my favorite, but it's not <clears throat> a Netflix special. Oh, which one's that one? I think it's like Killing. Is it Killing, killing them, them Softly? That's my favorite of his too, but not a Netflix special. Exactly. Um, so I went with The Bird Revelation. Ah, okay, okay. This is this is a zoink because Chappelle is on my list, but I picked a different one. But this is also like all literally all of the Netflix. He doesn't have like an, a, a not good Netflix yeah. special. So it's like you could honestly pick anyone I'd understand. But this one, this one, I, I'm interested to see why I picked it. Well, I don't know. It just stood out. He was it's in this like, see, I like the setting <clears throat> as well. It's the end of a tour. Yeah. It's on this like. It's in this room. It's just like a room. Like really it's small, very yeah. big. It looks like kind of like a restaurant that's been like converted into something else. Um and he is so chill in this one. Like it's one yeah. of the more more chill. He's just like smoking his vape and there's like this vape smoke everywhere and he's just like saying they're talking about iceberg the pimp and like the like this book that he read and you're like why am i why is this the most engrossing and entertaining thing ever it's just a guy talking about a book that he read in this part of, of this book and yeah, it's, like the, it's i don't know what it is about it but it's just like it just swept me away in like just chilling with dave Chappelle which I think that's like, that's gotta be the dream. Just like hanging out with Dave Chappelle, but like, no, you're right. Because doesn't he spin that into talking about kind of like why he left um, kind of Hollywood? Yes. Yeah. That's how he was like, Oh, like any kind of ties it back in. He's talking about like the things that they would do in this book, like this, what this pimp said he would do to these like women which is like these horrible things like it's you trick them and convince them that they've like murdered people and all sorts yeah. of stuff just to keep them loyal and he's essentially making an allegory to hollywood and implying that similar situations take place there which is why 
he left. They essentially pimp out the talent. Um, and most of it, like, there's jokes in it, but for the most part, it's just him, like, talking. Yeah. And it's that's just as entertaining as when he's, like, going off. Mm-hmm. This is, like, a lot of his comedy specials could have made my number two. Like, it yeah. could have been... What is the one where he talks about... I think it's Sticks and Stones. No. No, it's not Sticks and Stones. The one where he talks about his um, encounters with OJ. Is that Equem... Equen... Yeah, it might be... What, what is it? What's... Equemity? What's, uh, Equemity? Equemity? I can't remember what it's called. But it's, it's something like that. It's like EQ something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's he talks about OJ. Is that also the one where he was like, I'm so good, I can like write jokes backwards? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, in the, with the kick during the line. Yeah, yeah with the <laughs> with the uh stovetop stuffing. Yeah. Stovetop stuffing. Yeah, literally that guy, that guy is a treasure. He's a treasure. The way he talks about things is amazing. Yeah, like, I don't know how he can like phrase things in such a way that make you so engrossed and so captivated and so just feeling like you're talking to an old friend. Yeah, it's very, it's very comforting. For sure, like I I know he has been like a huge inspiration. I myself am like an aspiring comedian. Like there's something I aspire to to kind of be. And I know when it, when I was like 13, every, everyone starts the same. Like you, it always starts where you like make your family laugh and you make your friends laugh, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. and at school, like I always would emulate like his style, like Chris Rocks or like Richard Pryor. Like to me, he's like, he's just right up there with one of the, some of the most unique storytelling, not even just in comedy, but just in, just in general. Like I find the way he can tell a story is so encapsulating, like it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So we can talk more about David Chappelle when he's on your list. But for now, what is your number two? Yeah, okay, that's funny because like <laughs> it's not Dave Chappelle at number two because so I just kind of gave away what my number one's gonna be. Oops. Oh. Um, but number two is Chris Rock Tambourine, um, which is which is one that I forgot about until I watched a couple to prepare for this. And this special man is pretty hilarious. And it's one of those ones too, where again, like it shows that there's, there's jokes, but there's also, he talks about kind of his divorce. Cause this mm-hmm. is, this came right after he got divorced and his infidelity. Like he, again, pretty, like it shows vulnerability. Yeah. You know? Like he came out and like literally like yeah no I, I screwed up you know like I it's not good like he just like yeah straight up with it I like that and then on top of that like the jokes were great when he was saying the whole reason it's called tambourine is he's talking about it's really about relationships the special and he's talking about how like really like in a relationship you know the reason a lot of them fall apart is because someone always wants to be the lead singer. You know, they always want to be the lead singer in the band. He's like, sometimes mm-hmm. in a relationship, you just got to play the fucking tambourine. Like, that's that's your role. Shut them up and play the tambourine. Play happy. Play it with your ass. Tambourine, mother... Tambourine. 
tambourine, mother tambourine. He's like, sometimes you just gotta play tambourine. Um, that was great. When he's talking about like young couples, man, like you should only be having sex and going places. You should be coming and going. <laughs> <laughs> that was good um when he's talking about like uh like people are like he's like when you've like killed somebody and you're being sexually assaulted in jail you're kind of like yeah i deserve this but he's like if you're in jail for parking tickets you're probably like damn i should have moved that car <laughs> like it was it's funny and it's it's personal. He talks about stuff. He feels like Chris Rock opened up, and I, I love to see how he's kind of come along. Like he to me is getting better with age, much like Chappelle. You become it's almost like a fine art. You become more meticulous with it. You know, not only can can these comedians not make me laugh, they can make me think. And I, I this this special, uh, it, it definitely cracked me up, man. Like this, I've I've been a big Chris Rock fan since I was a kid. Um, I like watched everybody hates Chris so many times. I've seen every episode like three times. Like that's how much I love that show as a kid. Um, and what's funny was like watching that and then like watching his specials as a kid, I was like, whoa, this, whoa. <laughs> this is awakening. A little different. Um, so I loved I loved his specials. I loved his, his shows. Um, he, had a, he had a show like either in the late nineties or early two thousands, the Chris Rock show. Oh. Um, I don't think it ran for like super long, but I remember liking that too. Like there was a lot of funny bits on that as well. Um, like, yeah, oh, be careful. Sensitive racial term being spoken in five, four, three, two, one. Um, but then he has this like bit on the show about like this cereal and it's called like Nigga Please. Essentially, that's the name of the cereal. And like, it's like shows he's like, this like husband like comes downstairs for breakfast. And he's like, honey, what's for breakfast? And she's like, nigga, please. And he's like, Jesus, I just asked what was for breakfast. And then she's like, nigga, please. <laughs> pulls up this box. So like ever since a kid, loved this guy. And this special just like, it was like refined wine. I was like, mm, mm, I love this. It's great. So if you haven't seen this, um, I definitely, I definitely recommend this one. I've seen it. I really like it. Oh, it's not my favorite Chris Rock. I've seen another Chris Rock. Like I, I don't think watched... it's my favorite Chris Rock special either. To be fair, I haven't watched probably as many Chris Rock specials as you watched, but I watched probably his most famous one. I forget what it's called. It was around the time of Killing Them Softly, <clears throat> like the David Chappelle one, like early two thousands. Was it? <sighs> Bring the pain. Bring the pain. Bring right. the pain. Um, yes. and yeah, I do also like this one. I haven't watched the extended cut. Have you seen the extended cut? Not yet, but I saw clips and there's like, I think there's like a backstage thing where like, I think it was Arsenio Hall and like Chris Rock and stuff. And they were talking about how like, uh, one time, uh, Eddie Murphy or something. No, it was Richard, Richard Pryor. Was doing like stand up and like Eddie Murphy walked in and like Richard Pryor kind of saw him was like oh like this young buck or whatever, so he's like ah Eddie Murphy's gonna tell some jokes like on the spot and just like gave Eddie Murphy the mic and just sat there and watched him like work and it's like oh that would be like so intimidating and like Eddie like killed and like they're like telling you a story and I was like man 
I got to see the extended cut. And then I just forgot to see the extended cut. So I, yeah, I do really. And it's also unique as well. Cause it isn't shot like a lot in close-ups. A lot. of Yeah. A lot of it's in close-ups. And is it like, he's in the center of an arena? It's like around. No, um, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I can't anyway, remember now. It's, a great comedy special and Chris Rock is a great comedian. He was first introduced to me as uh, the, the, the zebra in Madagascar. Yes. Marty. 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 (laughs) That was, yeah, that was my first introduction. Yeah. Well, I think it was most kids first introduction. I just, I was weird. Um, yeah, but I've, I, yeah, I love. Him. He's he also has a very unique voice. He does. I find like a lot of comedians like you could you can make stuff funny just by like how you say things, and he's another one that has like a, a very funny voice to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I find Dave Chappelle has like a new type of voice because like now he sounds like a smoker, <laughs> like he's he's all like Whoa. so mm-hmm. like it has like almost like it feels like sage advice you know yes yeah it's great okay anyway okay good specials great comedians i know what your number one is by the way I you do oh yeah because this is another one that was an honorable mention i think it's one that you showed to me that i didn't see before and you said you have to check this out wait 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 i gotta sing the song oh yes Okay, we're at number one, guys. So you know what that means. The famous number one song. Number one. Number one. Do your shoulders like this. Ooh, ooh. Do your shoulders like that. Hey, hey. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Carson. Oh, Carson. Oh, 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 baby. Yeah, yeah, no, it's baby. not. Ooh. My shoulders are very sore, so. Oh, right. You, he ooh. works. Ooh. This, my guy works ooh. in a, a classy-ass warehouse now. I'm working at a classy ass warehouse. That's yeah, funny. I didn't say the company name because I don't know if we're allowed. Um, yeah, probably not. We yeah, probably, but probably not. But you know, but if you know, you know. So there you go. If you know, you know. Um, my name was Mike Berbiglia. I knew the it. New one is this I the one they because this is an honorable mention for me because you showed this to me, and I loved it. It was yeah. so good. This comedy special is a journey is an adventure is a movie with one person and a stage and toys i had no idea what was going to happen going into this i didn't know like what he was like i didn't know anything about his comedy i just heard from coleridge shout out coleridge who um who said oh this is really cool. It's also like kind of sweet too. Like it's like kind of like chill. And I'm like, all right, maybe. I just saw it on I saw it on Netflix when it first came out. I was like, um, it doesn't really seem like my kind of comedy special. It's an hour and twenty five minutes. It's a bit. It's a bit thick. Yeah. What kind of <laughs> what kind of comedy special? Is an hour and twenty five minutes. Huh? And I a cried. Good one. Yeah. I cried twice. What parts? 
once Wait. of laughter and once of like joy and like this journey this emotional journey that i've been on and okay. it's amazing it starts off <clears throat> it's mike probiglia just chilling on stage and he's like talking and he's like he starts off this is like the journey like the progression it starts off um you know kids it's like a um disease and but your friend but the worst thing about it is is that your friends want you to have this disease as well but then it, you go on to learn that he has a child he just recently had a child yeah and all the things that go along with it and he tells you the story from there from his beginning as basically himself having those emotions of the disease and then going forward and you believe him throughout and it's like you're going on this emotional journey with him and he's doing it's almost like acting yeah because with each joke he gets so into the headspace of where he was when he was feeling that way that it's just really interesting another thing that's really interesting is that he's an avid sleepwalker and yep. he has to like <clears throat> like put himself in like a little sleeping bag yeah every night <laughs> which is so great yeah and like um, this is just go watch it yeah because like I'm, I'm gonna ask questions and talk because i but it involves spoilers so like <laughs> if you haven't seen i know it's a comedy special but like sometimes sometimes i find this one in particular works best if you know little about it mm -hmm. um but so if you haven't seen it and you don't want to like hear us shittily repeat what he said way better than what how we're saying it um skip like <laughs> a couple minutes ahead yeah um but yeah no the joke that he told where he was like guys are most guys are pretty horrible he's like you know why and he like tells a story about like the brothel or whatever and he's yes. like i consider myself a pretty okay guy <laughs> that was a good okay guy and yeah. that yeah i still did that yeah yeah i still did so that was good um what was the other thing oh but what i wanted to know is um what point did you cry of laughter and what point did you cry of joy? I don't remember the laughter, but I remember the joy. It was like when he was talking about, I think he has a baby girl. I think it was, yeah. And he talks about the when he I'm going to cry saying it. Like when he was like when he fully was like, this is my child and I love yeah. him. Yeah. And the joy that I created from creating this and like this whole thing that was like the, the moment of realization that this is my life. Yeah. This child is my life now. And I'm like, whoa. No, yeah, that 
I, you see, I cried too there. I cried too. Okay, hold on one second because I can't believe what's that. My everyone in my house is watching the Grammys right now, yeah. and they're just blaring it from the downstairs floor. And as we're talking about this like amazing special, I just hear like, okay, hold on a sec. I'm gonna Long keep you guys on. You can, you can hear goes this. Let's hear to walk. We're gonna, <laughs> bro. They were literally just playing walk. We're gonna you're gonna follow me for this. Darling, could you turn it down? I'm doing the podcast and it's interfering. I know, I just had a space to, yes, lower. I can still hear Trevor Noah, yes, lower. Trevor Noah's on there. I love Trevor Noah. I love Trevor Noah as well. Oh, honorable mention Trevor Noah. Because there was that one where he was talking about the um the tourists who went to went to like an ancient country and the like snake got loose that was a great that was a great that was good that one i uh, think it's like one... <clears throat> mother mother something yeah um i don't is that the same one where he was like he did the mandela impression or whatever and he's like talking about like how obama got his voice oh i think so that that was funny yeah cuz i've heard that and I've watched that, so there you go. Yeah. Or maybe are you like afraid of the dark or something? Yeah. No, is that the one where he talks about camping? Yeah. It's like I hate camping. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, thank God I'm not camping. <laughs> like, yes. All right. Spencer. Yeah. What is your number one? Uh kind of spoiled it before. Um, because I said the Chappelle's on the list. Um, but my number one is Sticks and Stones. Uh, this one was like a, oh boy. This, this, this to me was like a master class. His outfit <clears throat> is number one. If we're doing. <laughs> yes. Wait, is this the one with the jumpsuit? The jumpsuit. Yeah. That was great. With the Chappelle logo. Yeah. Yeah. It's fire. It's fire. Um, but like, what a way to start. Like, as soon as it started, I was like, yeah. Like it, it starts with the the rendition of 1999. Um, the number, another summer. <laughs> sound of a funky drum. Hey, you took a turn. I used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's 89 in S song. Yeah. Fucked. But yeah, okay. Um, I'm proud of you. You're 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 stepping up. It's because I listened to that like over and over from you doing it. Yeah. Yeah. 1989, the number, another summer, sound of a funky drum. Okay, Chuck D, what's up? I have a, he's he's up there amongst the other great rappers. I have like a poster of a bunch of rappers, and he's up there. He's looking at me. Sorry, just had to take a moment to acknowledge. Um, but yes, no, this starts with that, and then it goes to let us not forget. Anthony Bourdain, like literally, what? How the hell? Yes, that's okay, that. This one. might be my number two. This might be my number. Okay, see, like this one, it's pretty the, crazy. Oh my gosh! The, he tells the story of that guy like loses all his money and like works at Foot Locker now. Yeah, that is. I've talked about that joke 
for like weeks weeks after. dude weeks like i kept saying me i had so i can't even tell you how many like phone calls it would come up on you know um like most of my friends like if they want to see like especially like ask me like oh is it good and like oh man so many phone calls like oh yeah no it's crazy and like it always started saying the anthony board and then we just like you go off like oh that's what that is one way to open a special like if you're talking about mem like memorability you know like I, that that opening stuff with me um i think my favorite still is killing him softly but this is definitely i think my favorite out of netflix specials um one hell of an opening and then it's consistently funny afterwards. There's like, oh, yeah. he toasts he, he toasts a lot of like, just being like politically incorrect to be politically incorrect, but it's like politically incorrect with a point. Yeah, Like, you know what I mean? It's not just like, I'm going to say stuff that offends you. It's more like, there's actually a message behind what he's, what he's doing. He bends the line for me because obviously this is subjective of if you get offended or not. For sure, yeah. Line perfectly. Yeah. Like the whole um, LGBTQ car. Oh, yeah. How it's like, yeah. how it's like, G's driving. Yeah. <laughs> and else, because they got that white male privilege. Yeah, yeah like, G's driving. G's driving. The G's driving. <laughs> and then when he, did he say like the T's are like the kids who have to keep going to the bathroom or something? Yeah. It's like, like you're slowing down our trip so, here. So we can get there quicker, please. <laughs> no, to me, this is exactly for I think for me too, this is like a perfect <clears throat> level of you know crossing the line, but doing it so like effortlessly and it's like in a way that i i could see how this may offend somebody but he's not doing it with the intent to offend somebody it's actually he's like making a point with the stuff that he's saying like i don't mind if you're gonna be offensive especially for me personally i don't get offended easily anyway so i don't mind if you're gonna be offensive but if you're going to be offensive at least be original and at least have like a point to it you know what i mean don't just like say the f word for like cheap laughs it's like yeah you could but like or you could actually like think and put thought behind it and that bus joke dude like that was that was phenomenal um sorry the car joke sorry okay car joke. yeah no, that was hilarious um isn't that the same one where he was like that's how i feel inside or whatever isn't that the same thing yeah he was talking bit? about how um the transgender community is upset with him. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and he's like, but I can't, like, I just can't stop making I, jokes I about them. And I'm like, jokes about these niggas. Yeah, like, You're like, this like, is I awful. I can't stop it. Well, where are you going with this? And it's just like, th it's just a weird situation that they're caught up in. Like, yeah, imagine yeah. if, like, some, like, me, as like a black man felt like a Chinese man inside. <clears throat> yeah, was he was like, like, what if I said I felt like a Chinese man trapped inside this nigga body? 
That'd be pretty hilarious. <laughs> and you said, stop it. You can't keep doing these things. And I went, but that's how I feel inside. <laughs> so, my God. Yeah. So, no, this, like you said, this, like, perfectly, this is the line for me. This is, like, he perfectly danced over the line. Like, it's, this was great. And the whole thing about the car, <clears throat> if people are offended about that what he is saying like with like the g's are driving well he's just pointing out the white male privilege that is real and we have to acknowledge we probably should acknowledge we definitely should acknowledge yeah and with transgender people slowing it down that's because our society for some reason has a problem with that kind of with that transition and dealing with that when really has nothing to do with us it's nothing to do with the people outside has to do with the people who are going through it and what they have to what they what they have to do to be themselves yeah and we should all do what we have to do to be ourselves yeah yeah like it's not i think that's why sometimes i i don't understand i know there's people who like don't like this especially like oh i don't like the the car joke or whatever i'm like well you see it's not actually he's not saying like this is a good thing or whatever like he's Mm -hmm. pointing out like this is how it is because of you (laughs) like it's actually yeah the joke isn't about who's in the car it's about everyone outside of the car that's that's what makes the joke work um it's about yeah it's about the people that put them in the car. Yeah. And it's making them drive across country. Yeah. Um, but just this this special, I think, was brilliant to me. This, was, this was a stroke of genius. And if you haven't seen it, what the hell are you doing? Both what of these are you specials. doing? If you haven't seen, like, I haven't seen some of the specials on this list, to be fair. So I have homework. What are you doing? Get out there. Get it. Watch it, watch it on your Netflix. Get those, get the boob tope going. Get it all up. Watch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's do. We should do honorable mentions. I think because I think I don't know about you, but for me, there's like a lot of stuff that didn't make it on oh, my yeah. list that is also worth acknowledgement. We'll <clears throat> throw it out there because you probably got the longer list. I don't really. Uh, Wanda Wanda Sykes is up there. Oh, she made me laugh with that one. She has like a joke when she's like saying like, she's talking about her wife who's French, I think. She's white and French. Mm-hmm. And like, she's talking about like, oh no, like me and the kids have lice. Like we all have lice. What are we going to do? And because she's black, she's like, no, no, not a, you have lice. I'm fucking, I'm going. <laughs> like I'm not even here. I'm at a motel. Y'all can figure that shit out. Like it was, it was great um who else who else oh obviously yeah mike babiglia um this one the one that is carson number one is definitely like in yes the new one is definitely in my honorable mentions it's one that you showed me um you know what mark Marin, his specials honorable mentions real that's a good one yeah it's a good one um so honorable mention there oh gosh Jerry oh, Seinfeld. you know what? I liked Jenny Slate's. I liked Jenny Slate's. I know some people didn't like Jenny Slate's special, but I did. 
Hmm. Um, it, it's I would say I would say check it out. Maybe it's not for everyone because I I heard like some of my friends they said they didn't like it, but I liked it. Um. Oh, oh, Sarah Silverman has one that's kind of, I guess. Her brand of comedy isn't for everyone either, but I like Sarah Silverman special. Um, I, I felt I feel like I'm like giving an Academy speech. It's like going to um, Michelle Wolf's. Yes, one. I watched Michelle Wolf's, and that was pretty good. My girlfriend recommended that to me because yes, she said I wasn't. Whenever I watch comedy specials, I I only watch male comedy specials, and I'm like, no, I don't. I watch. She yeah no, no Ali Wong Ali Wong is great Ali Wong special I liked her first one more than her second one um I don't know I thought there was only one when she was pregnant but apparently there's two there's two she got because she got pregnant again like with her second child and she has the second went but whatever one time. she was talking about like when her like friend gave birth and she like came to the door and she was like look at this <laughs> what did he did to me or whatever that was great um so yeah shout out to ali wong as well um, um burt kreischer <clears throat> yes secret time yes pretty good but his other ones are better like the machine like the machine yeah the machine go watch go on go youtube watch go watch i think it's on netflix now go watch burt kreischer's <laughs> the machine that would if we were non-comedy special that would be up there. That's, oh, that would, that's definitely up there. No, that one, that one is like, I think it's one of the most consistent laughs and performances I've seen. He got there with like that that closer. That what it's named after is yeah. just a perfect joke textbook joke like it's beautiful it's a beautiful joke um all the dave Chappelle ones that didn't make it on the list too yeah all the dave Chappelle ones that didn't make it on his okay the one at what they what i'm not sure if this would even count as comedy special but the one where he won the prize the pulitzer yeah when he won the pulitzer that's also yeah i don't know if that counts because technically it was more like a speech yeah i guess like technically i don't know you know what count it anyways yeah, um, also honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um who else? Who else? Oh, um Ron um I have a ticket to see him in concert, but I don't have I I'm forgetting his name. Russell Howard. Russell Howard. Ah British yeah. comedian. Fantastic. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Fantastic. Carr, yes. Fantastic. Another another one who's like super simple. Uh set up punchline. Like that's it. Punchline. But <gasps> John Mulaney. Oh no, Carson. Did we forget John Mulaney? We forgot John Mulaney. Oh no. Oh no. Oh Neil Brennan, you're off. I'm sorry. John John Mulaney's getting on here. Hopping on. Yeah. Oopsies. Oopsie doopsie. Sorry, sorry, buddy. What special would you put on? Wait, which ones are the Netflix ones? Which ones are the Netflix specials? Maybe that's what it is. Because does he even have a Netflix special? Yeah, no, he totally things? does. Because he has one where he's talking about like Trump is like an elephant in a hospital, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like 
you know, no one is like killing themselves over it, but everyone's kind of scared as to where the elephant is. <laughs> like they're all like, what what floor did you say it was on? Which one? Um <clears throat> so yeah, sorry, we kind of oopsies. Dropped the ball there. Dropped but, the ball there. Um, um yeah. oh another Amy Schumer, the leather special. <laughs> ah, there you go. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, oh, I'm not. No, 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 no shade to Amy Schumer. No shade to Amy Schumer. No shade to Amy Schumer, but I wasn't a huge fan of that special. I guess not. Um, oh, I you know what? Uh, Liza, what's her name? Liza, yeah, singer. She has a couple of good ones. Yeah, I watched the one with her on like the Navy boat. Yes, yes, I think that's my favorite one of hers, but honorable mention to that one. Um, I think that one might be Elder Millennial. Maybe. And then I think Taylor... I think what? no, yes, that's Elder Millennial. And then the Taylor whatever one is is Quarter Life Crisis. Yeah, my brain's you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, um, isn't there isn't there a comedian? What's her name? Um, Tig something oh my gosh tig tig i watched her comedy Notaro or something and i watched the documentary about her tig yeah tig tar tig tar something it's tig not Notaro or something but she has one tig called Nataro. happy to be there tig Notaro. yes she has one called happy to be there that one's great that one's really good as well um i'm not like huge on her self comedy but I do like it. No, that I'm not huge on it either. But I remember I really like that that special in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could go on for a very long time. Oh, also again with Patton Oswalt, he had one. I wasn't a huge fan of the entire special. Like I laughed, but I didn't think it was like his best special. But he had one bit at the end um, about <laughs> about Daddy's. That like it's one of the best bits. I don't know if you've seen this, but he like just talked about Denny's for like ten minutes, and he's like, is it, "I love everything." <laughs> I think it is. It's the one where it was like sandwiched with a different comedian. Oh, okay, yeah. There's yeah. like a second part with a different comedian. Um, but yeah, no, he has this thing about Denny's, and he, <laughs> just like if you don't want to watch the whole special, just and it's not a very long special, but go watch the like the last ten minutes because to me it's comedy gold. Um, all right, damn, are we missing? I th- I don't know, but we probably are. But I think we need to wrap up this episode of Babylon with the boys. We should with the boys. With the boys. All right, everybody, thanks for watching Babylon with the boys. Uh, Carson, go watch Pell Show. Go watch Chappelle show. I will. I'll go watch Chappelle show. Um, right after I finish Buffy, season four. No, I I'm, I I actually lied to you last time. I thought I was on season three, but I just <laughs> got to season three. Oh my god! Wait, I even said last time I was like that finale though. And then I didn't say anything, but now I've watched that finale though. And oh my gosh. That finale. And it like happens right at the end. And she's like, 
oh you're back but then she's like stab and it's like ah and it's like what and then it's like she say i love you before she like like no she ain't her mom kicked her out of the house oh snap yeah no big finale big things big big things big things also xander and cordelia smashing up rough what the hell just happened (laughs) whoa i turned into a different person for like five seconds there did you did you see that Yes. What was that? <laughs> I, oh. I think ma- I think man's too hot over there. Um, <laughs> two plus two is four. Minus one plus three. Wait, I already I screwed up. Let <laughs> me try again. Let me try. Take two. Two plus two is four. Minus one. That's three. Quick mass. Okay. Um. There we go. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, listen to the full podcast on Spotify or Apple. Are we pointing this way? Or it'll be in the link below. Link below. In the description. In the description. Wait, it'll be in the link below. The link will be in the description below. Um, go listen to the full podcast on you know Spotify, Apple, wherever you Google, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're listening to the full podcast and you want to see um our faces and kind of get a quick yeah. snippet of what we look like as we talk about this, uh check out our YouTube. Babbling with the boys, boys with the Z. Check us out uh, on Instagram, Babbling with the boys, boys with the Z, mm-hmm. and Facebook as well. Uh, you know what we should do? What should we do? We should. Um, what, what's that thing called? What's the site called where you can like review and rate movies? Oh, IMDb. No. Uh, review and rate movies. Hold on. Actually. Camille's if you want, rate us. If you think we're like good, not if you think we're bad. If you think we're bad, just stay away from the rating thing. But if you want to rate us, go on Apple um, Apple Podcasts. You can rate there. Pretty sure you can rate on Spotify. Hope you can rate on Google Podcasts. Yeah, rate rate our podcast. Share our podcast, bro. Like, we love doing this. Help Give us out. five stars if you like us. Five stars if you like us. Five big five if stars. If you don't bro. like us, give us four point five. I'll take it. That'll really show us. Yeah, you know, help us out. Help the brother out. Also, I'm talking about letterbox. We should get a letterbox. Ah, cool, cool, cool. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Love you. Adios. Love y'all. Stay, stay, stay funny. Ooh, funny, stay funny.